Dallas Maverick nerds. It's time for the podcast that you didn't ask for. This is One Leg Faded with your hosts, Munoz Santorado. You guys sound like a law firm. This is so stupid. Just record what you're supposed to record. Come on. And you can take that with you. Oh, yeah. Konnichiwa, One Leg Faders. It is <laughs> Halloween tomorrow, baby. Yeah, that's, that's like a that's like a pussy ass wolf. <laughs> I got nervous before I started saying it for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. That was bad. Oh, how about that one? It's better. Well, no, no, we just came off a cowboy stomping of the Bears. Uh, did you give it a chance to catch that game? Yeah, I watched it. It was pretty nice. good. Uh, the uh, the defense. Uh, is beat up. It's a good thing that we got the bye week coming up. Everybody was everybody was hurt. It was a very physical game. I'll give uh, I'll give Chicago some props. They're they're a little bit better than I thought they were, and they are as committed to the running game as any team I've ever seen. It didn't even matter that they were down by three touchdowns. They just kept just pounding that ball. Yeah. And it took a that was a physical game. It took a toll on the Dallas defense. Yeah, they, they were it ran for like two hundred yards. They, they, the first time and. A team, the Bears team, since 1968 has ran three straight games of 200 yards. If they could stop people, they'd be good, but they couldn't stop us. So, we ended up no, the offense was like- really, the offense was really, really uh, going good today. I mean, everything seemed to work. You know, the only play I hated was that interception before halftime. Yeah. First of all, I don't, I don't know why we're calling that play. To be honest with you, I don't either. You know, uh, but I don't put that interception on Dak. CD Lamb has got to make a play on the ball. That's like the second week in a row over the middle that he doesn't sell out and try to make that catch. He just, right. you know, he kind of just moved out of the way and let the uh, safety just intercept him. Like, dude, you're you're wearing number eighty-eight. You're going up the middle. You, you got to be ready to. And it's not even like the old days where they could just knock you out. You right. I mean, you're gonna take a you're gonna take a hit, but it's not like they're gonna take your hell your head off like they used to back in the day. So if you're gonna wear 88, you got to think about it. Drew Pearson over the middle, it was you know un, un unfazed. He would go over the middle no matter what. Michael Irvin, you know he would go over the middle no matter what. Des Bryant would go over the middle and make that you know you. If you're wearing if you're wearing number eighty eight, you have to represent the number, right? You can't yeah, just be a little bitch to. and just fucking and, and alligator arm it and let somebody intercept. That's two weeks in a row. Yeah, or at least hit the guy. <laughs> at least like push him or something. He just ran. He just didn't even try. And didn't so, try. but I think the only reason why they called that play is because they were just moving the ball with ease, and they were probably like, "Oh, we can score again," because they were just doing whatever they wanted today. I know, but I mean, you but, just gave up a really long touchdown drive before halftime you just man just play it safe and if you and if you spring one then you spring one but you don't throw it into you don't throw it into danger i mean that's just right that's a kellen moore you know trying to be too cute at the end i mean if you're if you're beyond the 50 yard line then maybe but you're in your own you're deep in your own territory why even risk it yeah i know they're lucky they could have gave up a touchdown there instead of a field goal oh yeah that would have been yeah that would have been that would have been probably game well, they couldn't stop us. It looked good. I don't want too many people to be like, oh, we need to start Pollard instead of Zeke because they have like the 28th worst run defense. So that people don't know that. Their run defense is horrible. But he yeah, did good. I mean, I, I like I like Zeke and him both in there. But you can now, see. But you can see you how can much see better the, he is. Yeah, you can see how much better he is. And you can see the burst. Like, oh, yeah. He can get to that second level so fast. Like Zeke. You know he can't get to that second level like he used to. Mm. You know what I mean? No. It's like it's like there's a there's a huge you know gap in speed there. You can see what oh, if you huge. make one quick jump cut or one quick you know cut and get to that second level, you see how much you know how much yards Zeke leaves on the table by not being able to get to that second level. You know what I mean? Yeah. My wife when he ran when Tony Pollard busted for that one yard run and ran like sixty yards or whatever, uh, my wife was like. Uh, why don't they have fast players in the defense? I was like, no, he's just fast <laughs> as shit. That's why. Oh yeah, he's like a yeah, sprinter. Yeah, that play. My wife, my wife was watching too, and she got so excited she queefed. <laughs> yeah, so that she hates sense. that. Yeah. she hates that word. When I use that word, she goes, "That's such a so gross disgusting. word." I'm like, "That's the, hell, the to me, that's the most hilarious word in the English language." Queef. I just love that word. <laughs> that's the most disgusting word. I think it's just funny. Like, yeah. if somebody asks, "What's a queef?" It's a it's a pussy fart. I mean, it's just a funny it's a funny word. It's a funny definition of. <laughs> 
that an urban dictionary or is that actually what it is? Like I don't think I don't think it's actually what it is. You know, is that actually or is it or, you know like you know a farts a fart is a queef an actual when a pussy makes a fart noise or is it just like from the urban dictionary? You know what I mean? I guess there's only one way to find out. Let's pull up Urban Dictionary. Let's pull it up right now. Let's pull up Urban Dictionary. While you're pulling that up right now, we don't have Corey today. Um, he, well, last last podcast, he didn't say anything to the 35th minute, anyways, because he told it. So he ended up telling me that his audio was echoing the whole time, and he was too scared to tell us at the beginning to say anything. So he went 35 minutes with, without he, without saying anything because his audio was messed up. I was like, why did you just tell us to stop? He's like, I don't know. Y'all were talking. I don't know. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny was talking. I was like, you're such a such a I wussy, went back dude. and I listened to the, to the podcast, and at the end, he was basically so hammered. I could barely understand oh, yeah, what he was saying at the end. He was so, he was so slurry at the end. <laughs> oh, so funny. Did you find out? Yep. Queef, a little bit of air that gets caught in a woman's vagina. Sometimes it happens after you have intercourse, and it can also happen if you just have goddamn vagina. If you have a goddamn <laughs> vagina, it's just not something to be embarrassed about. Because even if you're a girl and a virgin, it can happen to you. It sometimes happens when you walk because the space in between your legs. So first of all, it's a really long run-on sentence of whoever wrote this. They did a really bad job constructing the definition, but it is, it is. Uh, and then, you know, you know who the author of this uh, entry is? Oh. Killer Queef back on March 24, 2016. <laughs> Killer Queef. <laughs> so that guy name. appreciates the comedy too. Yeah. My new rap name, Killer Queef. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it is that's a good rap, dictionary. That's a good rap name too. <laughs> Killer Queef. <laughs> oh man, she must hate. We should she start a band, one. Killer Queef and the Plug In Pussies. <laughs> That'd be an awesome. Ken Lauder would be in the back, just yeah, strumming strum his hair. Ken Lauder would be in the Pocket back of the lighter. Ears. He'd have a lighter up. <laughs> He'd have a lighter up, loving it. It's my favorite band. Well, I was excited about that Cowboys win. That was awesome. Uh, we're playing good. Our defense has won some games. Now our offense is winning games. So. We got a bye week. Heal us all up. Because you're right. We were falling left and right off the field. But heal us up and uh, come back. And uh, we, I think we come back and play uh, Green Bay, which is not looking that well. So they got a big game yeah, tonight against I don't the think, Bills. I don't think Aaron Rodgers likes football anymore. No, he doesn't. He should have he should have <laughs> quit. He, yeah. He should have just quit while left. he was in. Yeah. I mean, but it's hard when somebody's paying you $25 million a year. It's hard to kind of just say, no, I'm good. I mean, that's just like. That's like easy money for like two, two or three more years. So yeah, I, I, I get it about, why yeah. these guys stick around, but uh, and they don't, don't have know. to really even do you know like the off season. They're not doing hard work, and like during the season, they, they're they're veteran quarterbacks. They're older, so they're probably not letting them. They're hardly at all practicing. But well, you, you know, know when they lost their uh, what's the name of their real good receiver that they Devontae lost to the Raiders? Yeah, once yeah. they lost him. Well, I mean, Devontae Adams is kind of like, I don't want to live in Green Bay. I want to live in, I want to live in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. I want to live some, I want to live more somewhere fun. Yeah, yeah exactly. I want to live in goddamn Green Bay. And he goes, and if I sign a long-term contract here, and then this crazy-ass quarterback decides he don't want to play no more, then I'm stuck here. So he was like, he did the right thing. He was oh, like, he did the right I'm, thing. I'm, and I'm, he got I'm paid. out of here. And he got paid. I well, would, I mean. I wouldn't want to live in no goddamn Green Bay. No. Oh, all cold, nasty, man. They say no. that that city shuts down, like, super early, too. So there's, like, really no nightlife, you know? It's kind of like, you know, if you're a young African-American in your 20s making millions of dollars, who the hell wants to live there? No, you're flying every weekend probably somewhere wasting your money. Vegas, yeah, getting... I, I, I don't think that team will ever do good in Vegas. I don't think they'll ever win a Super Bowl because imagine being a young guy living in Vegas and playing for your team. I mean, every, you'll be going out all the time. It's, it's impossible yeah. not to. I mean, I yeah. don't think they ever will. I think there's too much going on in that in that city for them. They would have to move, not live there and fly in. That's the only way I could see them winning a Super Bowl. They might. Maybe but... if you live, maybe if you live like on the outskirts, like in a really like bougie neighborhood. You know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, you can you can kind of be away from it. But I went to Vegas over the summer for my son's basketball tournament. And that stadium is awesome. But it's like literally right there where all the casinos are. Really? So it's like Where's walking it distance on, from. On the, on it's, the yeah, strip? It's not, on, it's not on the strip. It's off the strip, but it's right there. It's oh, just like, man. you know, it's just like right there. Oh, and, that's crazy. Like, yeah. You, 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 I don't know. They don't I would have like it. to go to see a game there. If the Cowboys play there, we should try to make a trip there and go watch a game. That'd be fun. That'd yeah. be fun. I would like to see like an NBA game there because sometimes they, like the NBA will hold like like a um, what do you call it a, um, a neutral field yeah. games there. 
if they did like a neutral field like Mavericks game, that'd be fun to go watch a game. That'd be awesome. To go watch a game there. I went once to uh me and my wife went during spring break. Uh this is like seven years ago, and they had the uh NCA tournament there. And that was cool. Oh, all be, the teams were fun. there. And you could just walk in, you could just they had them everywhere, games that all over the place. And we didn't go to a game, but the atmosphere was just cool. I, I could that'd be cool just to check out that too. It's anything. That place is that place is dangerous. So you can only Vegas is a three day trip max. I don't know if you've been longer yeah, than that's that. That's it. But that's it. Oh yeah, we went this last trip. You know why we went longer than that? What? Because that's when that stupid lady went and shot up Love Field and oh, yeah. they canceled all the they canceled all the flights and we got stuck for another day and I ended up spending another 800 bucks you know i had to get another hotel oh, no. i had to get a we had to get rides you know on the uber did, did the all our bags were in the plane so we ended up having to go to walmart and buy like toiletries like a change of clothes and then we had to buy dinner you we were like so we were so depressed we we're like oh god i just want to go home because my wife is you know she's not big in the crowds anyway oh yeah she'd had a she'd had enough already like the first couple of days were cool we went to the hoover dam and you know we did some fun stuff but by the end we were like we were like ready to get the hell out of there oh man uh so did they refund you your tickets your prices for your tickets did you get extra tickets because it wasn't your fault that you couldn't go right no they just they uh you know how, your flight yeah they just rescheduled the uh, flight but it was a pain in the ass i had to i had to be on the phone with them and oh, then i had yeah. to like all dude, because was, that stupid girl all she did was walk in and put a gun up and shoot it for no reason i, I know <laughs> ah, she ruined she cost me she cost me almost a thousand dollars and and an extra night that i just did not want to be in vegas you know we were like so done oh man yeah uh, i got a vegas trip for you i went with that did you go with us when we went with tanner big tanner and everybody and mark no. we rented we rented no. a house well, anyways went to vegas and rented a house off the strip airbnb this is the first time we did airbnb this is like 12 years ago 13 years ago we did airbnb anyways this airbnb had a nice like awesome like bath like with jets and everything so we go out all night we're partying the whole time gambling going wherever and one night i see the bath and one night i just get home we're like three in the morning i take a bath and i look underneath the sink and i find this little i don't know looks like looks like uh looks like um looks like uh the hell is it called Looks like bubble bath. Looks like a bubble bath stuff. So I put it all in there and I'm sitting there and I take the this, this jets are offline, massaging me. Take about a 40 minute bath with the with the bubble bath and then I get out and whatever, I go to sleep. The next day I tell everyone, man, you gotta take a bath in the in that shower. They're like, what? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. And go to the bottom and get that blue, it's like a blue container box and man it has this stuff it feels so good it feels like epsom salt one of my friends goes back in there and then he comes back he goes man you douched yourself you idiot <laughs> <And> it was <laughs> douche <laughs> but, i man, bet your butthole was cleaner than oh, it's ever it was been. so clean I, I, my skin felt all good it was so funny i was like uh, and then i looked back your, and i was like oh butthole. it was <laughs> oh so anyways now that's a gross word like that one douche yeah. i hate that word moist I hate that. We need to do a top three, bottom three, like the words. Those are like being my bottom. I hate the word moist. I hate uh, the word douche. They're, they're so gross. Yeah, douchebag. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate that word too. I, you hate that. I hate that. There's so many douchebags out there, man. God. So where the hell is Corey at? We were, we were I, looking I, up Urban Dictionary and then I was you, you were talking about oh, it. Oh, he said that. Oh, oh, he's, uh, I don't know. He said his water heater broke or something. I don't know. Let me see what he said. My water heater broke. Sorry, I can't make it today. I had to replace my water yesterday, and it messed up all day. Have too much to do today. Yeah, right. He's lying. He's hammering. So he's renting a house from his friend. Yeah. That's an older house that needs lots of work. I mean, you you just you just basically rented the money pit. I <laughs> so know. You got to do all this work. Yeah, and, and then, then all the guy's furniture's there. And not only that, get this. And his he's kid. Like, he's like, a, yeah, his eighteen-year-old kid is too. staying there. So <laughs> now, like, what? So now, our, so now the dirtbag has an eighteen-year-old roommate. <laughs> And he has that's, a daughter there that's too. That's a recipe for destruction. Oh God! I'm like, what are you doing, man? And then the guy, he's like, yeah, he still has all his furniture like in one of the rooms. And I'm, I'm like, what? And he's paying him like 1,500 bucks. I'm like, just go buy a place, dude. Goodness gracious, guy's always making bad decisions. He's fixing it all up too. In the back patio, he put like a TV. He cleaned it all out. Put like furniture. I'm like, you're doing all this for this guy. Is he gonna sell it to you? No. He's leasing it to me. I'm like, all right, whatever, dude. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, this son's, this son. so this guy moves in. The, the perfect, this guy that lives at the house has an 18-year-old son living with him. He meets a girl. He moves in with the girl, and then he moves in with the girl. And then, so he has it made over there. She's paying everything. His 18-year-old son lives with Corey, and then Corey pays the guy $1,500. So he basically has a oh, babysitter and gets $1,500. <laughs> this guy's a business genius. I know. <laughs> 
Oh, man. All right. Well, let's get to the Mavs, man, because I'm a little upset about these Mavs, man. It's, they just can't. So, first of all, I've been watching their games. They can score. I love Wood. He can score. But they just can't close out games, man. When you, you're up 15 points with three minutes left and you lose a game, I mean, something's wrong. I don't know what it is. It just seems like it seems like they're trying to run out the clock all the time. That's what it seems like to me. Well, I can tell you my perspective. So obviously it's a new roster. You know, you 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 know you added a couple of new pieces. You lost Brunson and and you're still making adjustments. So you know I always give the coaches. You know the first ten games of the season, you're trying to figure out what rotations work. What I can tell you is, if you've ever been to a NBA game and you've sat lower bowl and you've been close to the action, you know that the first three quarters they don't really try that hard. They try really hard in the fourth quarter. That's when everybody's playing playoff defense and everything is you know balls to the wall in the first couple quarters you might have a couple of possessions where you're going like all out but for the most part you know you're conserving yourself because it's an 82 game season and it's a 48 you know minute game and you know you know whatever but for the Mavericks they have to try hard in the first quarter because in the first quarter they're giving up so much ass 40 points 35 points 37 points they're giving up way too much points in the first quarter that's first of all Second of all, I appreciate, you know, kids' mentality, you know, running a short bench during important games and playoffs. But in game three, at the beginning of the season, you've got all these guys on the bench and you're supposedly a really deep team. You've got to give these young guys, you know, some some run and you got to be, you know, even if they're even if it comes with, you know, lumps and, and you know, they're right. making some mistakes, you've got to let them because you can't have Luca playing that much. You no. can't have Dinwiddie playing that much. No. You can't have Dodo and and Bullock playing that much. You know, you you need to be able to use your bench. You have to your your bench has to be elongated during the early part of the season, especially while you're trying to figure out. Another thing, JaVale McGee. It's the fourth game of the season and he's already resting. Yeah. I mean, what the what the fuck? It's not like the guy plays a lot of minutes anyway. And when he's in there, he doesn't even do that much, to be quite honest with you. I'm a little bit disappointed with his production, but he's already sitting out. I just don't I don't get it. I don't understand why he's sitting out already this close to the season. All right. So and then Cam Campuzo, he's your backup point guard. I know that they're trying to ease him back into the flow of the offense and they're trying to get him, you know, acclimated to the new team or whatever. But when Luca goes to the bench, in my opinion, you need to have Kemp Kemp. Yeah, you gotta have there. a ball handler in there. Someone that yeah, can run an offense. Ball, secu- ball security, especially at the end of the game. So why isn't Campuzo playing at the end of the game? Because other than Luca, he's the only one that is point guard mentality and ball security. Because Luca, as great as he is, he gets really sloppy with the ball sometimes. Oh, yeah. And that's why Jalen Brunson was so good, because he was he was the opposite. He did not turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. So I think Campuzo, not to the level of of uh, JB, but you know he can probably give you eight solid minutes at the end of the game when you're up by 10, 15 points to close it out right. by having a good ball handling guard right. that's going to take care of the ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's what it seemed like. No one could, could run an offense at the end. It's like, what are you doing? And I understand that Jason Kidd is trying to find out who plays with who but you're right you got to play like the young guys like uh our rookie that we got uh what's his name hardy he was balling in the preseason you got to put him in there give him 10 minutes give him something you know let him play and what made me mad last night when i was watching that game is the team he had on he had dinwiddie he had wood i think he had josh green i think he had kleba and i forgot who else he was running with those five and they got up by 15 and then he just brings in Luca and it's changed. I mean, just keep running with those guys for a while. You don't have to. He always brings Luca in at the like five to six minute mark. Like he has to. Like you don't have to. Just let that team no, keep running. To. Let Luca rest. They were they were yeah, scoring. Dude. Yeah, they were playing exactly. defense. They were they were hype. And then and then maybe bring Luca in the last two minutes or don't even bring him in. That'd be a time where you're like, okay, we don't have to bring him back in. We don't have to bring him back in. But I think sometimes I don't think he understands understands the uh, the rotation too. Because to your point with Christian Wood, I they haven't figured out how to play him. You have to play him and Luca together. You have to, right? But also when Luca's not in there, Christian Wood pretty much has to be. You know what I mean? Because he's the only one. You know him and Dinwiddie are the only ones that can just get you a bucket. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you can't have you can't have a bunch of three and D guys out there and not have either Christian Wood or Luca. I just don't I don't know. I, I think he's he's trying to figure it out, and I think eventually he will. He's a smart guy. He's a good he's a good coach. But uh, right now it's just kind of like oh, it's so frustrating oh, when yeah. you see the Pelicans yeah. with their top two players out and yeah. they beat us. And, they beat and then him, you yeah. have you know Shea Gillis Alexander. He's really good, but he wants to drive every single time. He doesn't want to shoot from the outside. Right. But how do you continuously let him in the lane? Over and over, over and, and over and over, and over again. again. Yeah, not you know even I mean? double him. I'm like, just double him. Make someone else play. Let yeah, double him. Shoot. Double him or, you know what? The zone, you know, the zone defense is not something that you want to play for the entire game. But in little spurts, it's okay to change it up and confuse the offense. Especially when you're trying to milk away a, a lead. You right. know what I mean? Change it up and go zone a little bit to confuse them. And now they got to adjust it. When they adjust to the zone, then you go back to man-to-man. You know, just change it up. You know, I just, I don't get you it. You can't be playing them too many. And in the Mavs defense, they're also, they're they're not hitting threes right now at all. No one is. the only At all. No one is. Their percentage is horrible. Like, they're going, and they usually do hit threes. But I think it's, they got to figure out their defense. They got to start playing defense and not give up 35, 30 points, 30 to 40 points in the first quarter. You got to figure out you your defense. You can't do it. No. You can't do it. You cannot do it. And their I defense is not as good as it was. They got to figure it out. And another thing is, like, you know, Jason Kidd lets him figure it out. He doesn't always call timeout, but goddammit, sometimes you got to call timeout. Yeah. You know you what I mean? You, you got to just slow it down. Let's get them out of their rhythm. Let's, you know, let's, let's have, let's have a conversation. You know, I just, oh God. And then, you know, on top of it all, the refereeing in the NBA is just so infuriating. It's yeah. so infuriating. Sometimes they shove each other to the ground and there's no call. Like Luca got shoved in the back by Kevin Durant the other day. Just get, you know, just straight to the ground. No call. But then on a on a breakaway, you touch a guy's finger and it's a foul and yeah. it's an and one. I'm like, I don't get what, what are you doing? Yeah, hard, Nobody man. cares. They're they're they blow the whistle so much. It's so hard to watch. I mean, I love the NBA. It's my favorite sport, but the referees in the NBA are my least favorite. They they are too even the NFL referees oh, yeah. aren't as involved as the NBA referees. Yeah. So, oh, I know. And and what's crazy is I watch you don't watch college or, or you don't watch college football, but I do. They don't blow whistles at all, hardly ever. No, they don't. hardly ever. They don't need to blow whistles, and there's nobody. I mean, they, you get a hold here, you get a hold there, you're gonna get holding. Fine, it, it's part of the game. But man, the NFL sometimes I just can't stand it. Today's Cowboys game was good because there was hardly any foul calls. But did you notice the? Did you notice the? Uh, um, Gerald, Moose Johnson, he was basically saying yeah. like, oh, did you see that whole call? Did you see that? Yeah. He called it out like four times. And then with me as yeah. a fan, I'm like, oh, that's a, a whole call. But in my head, I'm, I'm glad they weren't throwing the flag. Don't throw no, it. No, because you don't want to yeah. no, You don't want to see it. No. You don't want to see it. It's you know, and the, the, the referees in the uh, the referees in the in the NFL are pretty good about not dictating the conclusion of games. At the end of the game, you know, you they kind of just let them foul. play. Yeah, you have yeah, they, the NBA, they, they you don't have want to let them play, man. You have to let them play. It's like fucking bullshit. I'm like, stop. Nobody's here for you guys. Even at the level, you know, my sons, you know, I coach their team right now and we won again yesterday, five and one, do it really well. But yesterday, you know, I'm just kind of like looking at these refs. I'm like, what are y'all doing? You know, why are y'all calling so many fouls? Why are y'all calling so many travel? It's like, you know, do traveling and double dribbling, you know, whatever, you know, it, it happens. But but man, it's sometimes it's like really close, like real close. I'm like, you got to let those go, man. Nobody's yeah. nobody. You know, the, it's not fun for the parents. It's not. It's no rhythm for the kids when you're just like when you're just blowing your whistle over and over and over and over again. It's just it's not it's not any fun, and it just frustrates everybody. Wait, you're five and one, man. You suck, man. You should be six and zero, oh, man. You're horrible. We should, you should be we, we should be, oh, but dude. they uh five. They, and we one. should be, but we we got here. we got screwed out of uh, at a layup. That's another thing yeah. too. You got parent you got parent volunteers, yeah. you know, doing the score the 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 clock. And doing the the table, and I swear every time. So it's a it's a volunteer from each team. Oh, yeah, so yeah. one volunteer does yeah. the scoreboard, and the other one does the stat sheet, and keeps track <laughs> yeah, of the fouls yeah. and the score. Every time an opposing parent is doing the stat sheet, I swear we always get screwed out of points. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like we magically, oh, magically, points? we got screwed out of two points, like a, <laughs> like a layup, and, and we went back in the and because my wife records the games. So we went back and we watched it and we're like, this stupid bitch didn't give us our layup. God damn, we lose by one point. <laughs> oh, man, that sucks. Well, oh, well. It's volunteers. Oh, well. You can't, I mean, it's volunteers. What are you going to do? You can't. 
They can't do anything. I don't about care it. if they're volunteers, Mike. What pisses me off is this lady wouldn't shut the fuck up during the whole game. Like I'm sitting oh. right next to her, and she wouldn't shut up the whole game. I'm like I'm like, hey, I get it that your kid's on the other team, but when you're at the scores table, you're supposed to be focusing on what you're doing. You're not supposed to be coaching. You know, what I mean, you're not paying attention to what you're doing. So I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee the fouls and the timeouts were all out of whack because this bitch wasn't paying attention to nothing. She was screaming, she was screaming the whole time. <laughs> oh man, what a life! What a frustrating life! One of those games all the time, weekends. Yeah, weekends. We got two more, and then uh, the season's over, and then uh, school ball starts. So Ari has uh, Ari has tryouts for um, for the freshman team. Uh, Mansfield High doesn't allow. Um, doesn't allow freshmen to try out for yeah, JV for varsity, or yeah. varsity. Oh, for they JV only, or varsity? No, they just let them be. They just oh. let them do freshman. And uh, and I told Ari, that's okay. He's gonna start on the freshman team. The coach already told him. I'm like, so just be, you know, this is a good year to grow and and you know work on your skills. And then next year he has. I thought he was in a boot. I think next year. Was he he was. He just got out. Oh, he just got out. So he's. Uh, this is the second game back. So his first game was rough because he was exhausted. How did he get game the boot? Was much much better. Rolled his damn ankle. Oh, hey, oh always rolling. Uh, it, it was a nasty ankle roll. But I told him too. I told him because he rolled his left ankle a few weeks prior, and I told him like, "Hey, you're gonna roll your right ankle now." And he goes, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "It's just the way that happens, man. You're gonna roll oh. the right one. Just be careful. Wear your wear your ankle braces." And he didn't wear his ankle braces. Roll the right one. So now he learned his lesson. He puts on both ankle braces yeah. before oh, every game. Man, now. I hate his ankle. Worst pain. I don't even jump anymore. I don't even try to jump. Yeah, you good. didn't jump back then, Chip. No, yeah, I did. I had a little jump. Yeah, I did. I, I jumped a little bit, like two, the, two inches. You had the worst vertical of any human being. I, I shoot met. like us. Uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, the black guy, left-handed uh, Perkins. He never jumped when he got older. The three-pointer, Sam yeah, Perkins, six <laughs> ten. Yeah, that's what I do. You're not six <laughs> ten. I don't jump. I just shoot the three. You're five six. Yeah, I don't drive in anymore. I drive in and do a floater, maybe. Hardly ever jump. I'm not jumping at all anymore. I'm not. I don't play at all anymore. I just mess around with the boys, but oh, I don't really play. Hey, you don't anymore. play at all. Like, this guy's over here. Hey, tell us, you and your sons. We're in Breckenridge, fucking thirteen thousand altitude. You're like, hey, <laughs> I bet you fifty bucks we could beat you. I'm like, what the hell? He's like, all right, so I go mean, play you your young if you sons. Your weight, I couldn't even breathe, dude. <laughs> I couldn't even breathe. My, you're, I, I, you're I, getting well, cooked. You were oh, getting cooked by both. They were yeah, putting right. and roll just so you would no, defend dude, them. No, that was you. You, you, you couldn't take a timeout. You, it was you and your uh, Ari playing against each other, and me and your me and your other son Banner were just sitting back. I was like, goodness gracious! No, they were man. cooking you. They were putting. Oh, you I couldn't breathe, roll. dude. You try to bet these young guys a hundred degree altitude, and what oh, also sucked. Get something out of I, had, I had my. Oh, I scored like half the points on my threes. Yeah, yeah right. I scored half the points. Yeah, <laughs> I had my Apple Watch on, and it kept, and that wasn't the right thing to do because it kept telling me my heart rate was like 190, and, and I was like 200. And I'm like, oh shit, I gotta refresh. The Breckenridge trip was fun, oh, but that man. was like a that was like an exercise trip. I did. Oh. I think I broke my record for since I've been wearing my Fitbit for the last three years. That broke the record. I think I ended up doing like eighty-seven thousand steps that week. Oh yeah, like the most, like the most I ever had. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ, man! I don't ever want to go on vacation and do all that much exercise again. Oh, so much. Well, it's the altitude, man. You're you're like working double the amount, double the amount. All right, we're about to uh, run out of time on this thing. Let's take a quick break and uh, we'll be, be right back. back. Yeah. <laughs> Queef. All right, all we're right, back. Man, we're back. All right, we're back. We're back. Double back. Double back. Double bear back. <laughs> oh, double bag it. <laughs> so, all right, man. So, what do you want to talk about now? This is, this is an impromptu podcast. We well, literally I mean, just we decided still, we stay, to do we this can stay on maps. We can stay on maps. Right. Me and Alex are going to the game on Friday. Nice. This Friday against against Toronto. This Friday coming he, up. Yeah, he found two badass tickets. So they're lower bowl, right behind the media table. So nice. we're gonna be like, we're gonna be like right there, right nice. in there, kind of like, and they're kind of like uh, uh, mid court. Yeah. So we're gonna be like in the perfect, in the perfect spot. Oh, nice. So good. these are pretty, they're pretty expensive, but since it was Toronto, they weren't as expensive as like some of the other. So like Memphis, it was gonna be like a thousand dollars for these tickets, but against Toronto, it was half that. It was oh, like wow. five hundred dollars oh, wow. per ticket. That's good. So we're gonna be like we're gonna be like right there. So I'm excited. I haven't been this close in a in a really long time. And it's Friday. So this will be it'll be fun. It'll be a Friday night too, yeah. so we can hang out or whatever. You should come out. You should come come hang oh, out. I can. We're going out. We're going to Breckenridge. My anniversary weekend. Going to not oh. Breckenridge. We're going to Broke Bow. What I say, Breckenridge. We're going to Broke Bow. Broke. Broken bow. Broken bow. What did I say? Broke bow. Broken bow. Yeah, yeah. broke bow. <laughs> we're staying for three days. Oh, you've been out there. Love. 
you're, you're going to a love no a lot of people i know go out there though you should go man it's nice it's only three and a half hours and it's like there's a lot of airbnb and verbos out there that's what i say i call it verbo now you know they call it verbo they don't call it brbo they call it verbo anyways there's a lot out there and beautiful it's only three and a half hours beautiful beautiful scenery and we, we're going now because yeah, a lot of friends i know go out there the season changes so all the leaves change colors and stuff it's beautiful so we're going out don't there be one of, don't, be, don't be one of those don't be one of those pansies <laughs> yeah you, you know you like that you like the uh, leaves the change leaves. color. i love this i love the leaves <laughs> and the seasons i love it when the seasons change it's so it's beautiful so man so so weak yeah it's beautiful man don't hate well, yeah, those uh, that's going to be fun, man. I can't wait. We could talk about that, your whole experience there, man. Like going there and how close it was and what you can hear. Uh, maybe you can maybe you can shout really loud and I'll hear you on uh, Ballet Sports. Like <laughs> maybe. So you just scream, one leg faded! <laughs> really loud. You'll be right behind Maybe. Him. Yeah. Or Derek maybe, Harper, you suck. <laughs> Mom, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about it. Have you been uh, uh, talking about Derek Harper? Have you been hearing... Uh, the new uh the new station the freak have you been listening no man i just saw a sign i had no idea that mike reiner was on 97.1 now the freak i just saw a sign going down 35 they just put two big ass billboards up this uh i guess thursday it said we're yeah. i'm back the freak i was like have oh. you been listening no i've been listening no i've heard i've been listening i've been listening so i like um in the morning i'm always gonna listen to the muser so yeah, i'm yeah. not i love the muser so i, I listen to them in the morning the middle part of my day is usually when I have a lot of meetings and stuff. So I don't listen to the ticket that much in the middle of the day because I don't really like I don't like Norm at all. And the yeah. hang zone is pretty, pretty decent, but I I'm like kind of busy. In the, I'm kind of busy in the middle of the day, so I don't yeah. really get a chance. But I do like Ben and Skin because they have like the midday show. So if I do have time, I'll put on Ben and Skin and their show is pretty good. And then in the late afternoons um, for for uh, for, ap you know, for afternoon drive, it's uh, Mike Reiner and Mike Saroy, and Whoa. and uh, they have and they have shoot and they have Shoopy on there too. So Grooves is back, so he's so, running the board for them. So it's tough because I love the hard line so, too, but but I've been to be honest with you, man, I've been listening to the free in the afternoon. I'm mostly listening to the freak. I'm not really listening to the hard line. So Mike Reiner retires, yeah, and then he goes up against his people that he retired on is going against his own crew yeah he was I on mean, the he, line, right i think there's i think there's more to the story and eventually it'll it'll probably come out i think he just got tired of program directors and being under the big umbrella of a big media company that says you have to do this and you have to do that and yeah. you got to do this i think he just eventually got tired you know the station became something that that he didn't he didn't necessarily agree with and he needed to make a change but he said when he retired he had no plans to do this it was just an opportunity so i guess ben and skin i don't know the complete story but ben and skin this is kind of their baby and they signed the contract with iHeartRadio. and i think i don't know i don't know the specifics i'm kind of talking out of my ass here but basically they do whatever they want and they yeah. have no like iHeartRadio doesn't have any input they say you guys do whatever you want you guys you know whatever so they're not a sports station they're just a talk station but they all come from sports backgrounds so they do talk about sports not i wouldn't say quite a bit but they you know on a daily basis they will talk about sports but they talk about everything and they don't they're not advertising themselves as a sports station right you know and and you know saroy couldn't get a job at you know couldn't get a a role at the ticket because you know you have all these guys that are entrenched in their roles same thing with Ruber, you know, I mean, I, I think that it's it's a good thing because these guys are really talented and they needed a avenue to show their, you know, show their skill and their personality. So I don't fault them, man. I was just like, no, I, don't hey. fault them I mean, if you re if, if you retire, who's who's I think who's going to tell you you can never work again? You, know, you have the that, right to work. I think they just paid that. I think they paid them a shitload of money, too. I bet oh, you. Yeah, I probably. bet you. I bet you. They came to him and said, "You could do whatever you want, and you're gonna get a lot of money to do this." And he's like, "All right, fuck it, I'll yep. do it." And it, I bet it. you. I bet you, Corby and them are like, "All right." I mean, they're they're probably like. I know. I think Corby and uh, so I was reading something on Twitter, and I don't know how true it is, but apparently Corby and Jeff Catlin, the program director, I think um, he uh, they had some kind of harsh words. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm just kind of like, I'm like, dude, you know, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you care? Yeah. What do you, you know, care? What right. do you, 
what do you care if you guys were that great then, yeah, that you know great. do 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 what you do yeah. but i have been seeing the i have been seeing like they all the hosts on the ticket have been going on each other's show a lot more now yeah and they've been posting on social media a lot more now so i think like you know whoever been telling them hey well you guys got competition now you better get out there and right. not be yeah you know you need to you need to start interacting with the fans more yeah. or whatever so i don't know but yeah, I, I like I, I like it i read that i read when i found out about it i looked up and i read that it's not a, that was the big emphasis it's not a sports it's not a sports talk it's whatever they're just talking whatever they want yeah. to talk about but i mean they got to like talk it. about the mavs a little bit because for all y'all fans the mavs, know, well, that's what i like about them too, the mavs. has the mavs now that's what i like so. about it too because the ticket every time the stars come on i am not listening you know so yeah. a lot of times a lot of times when you have like a, at the end of a maverick show you know i want to listen to like the mavericks post game but they don't do it because they're doing a hockey game but yeah. if you put it on 97.1 they're doing post game for the mavs right. so i'm like more i'm more on 97.1 other than the other than the musers and then another thing too and this is kind of like double dipping on the on the ticket top 10 podcast you can just hear all the highlights of all the shows all day so yeah, whenever yeah. whenever i want to hear a podcast i'll just go back and i'll listen to all the best segments so i don't have to listen to the hard line i can yeah. hear like i can hear the best of what they did that day but i during 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 the drive time hours i'll listen to 97 one and that's kind of the way i've been doing it so all y'all fans that don't live here like alan einstein I, maybe you know maybe you don't uh, mike reiner's now on 97.1 and he's called on the freak show billboards everywhere competing against his own squad the ticket well their show is called yeah. their show's called the downbeat the station is called the freak oh the station is called the freak now so they don't yeah. they don't even have music now so they have another stream and it's just for music only so if you want 97.1 original and just listen to classic rock all yeah. day you can still do that but the actual frequency 97.1 is the is the talk station so now. how would you listen to the music just online on the yeah on the iheart radio app oh okay 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 so it's just and you can do and cool. you can also listen to the freak talk station on 97.1 the eagle so now we have three because you have the fan the, too i listen yeah. i listen to the morning fan the fans sometimes in the morning i don't even know what the guys are called but i go back and forth depending on the commercials because they when the hard lines on a commercial i'll flip it over to them i don't even know who they are do you know who they are the fan no, I, don't listen to, I don't listen to the fan at all yeah they're, they're pretty good in the morning there's one but they, yeah. they'll, they'll be out oh well, cool man that's crazy we got competition out here it's good. It sounds fun. I'll have to check it it's out. It's very one day. familiar to me because I was a P1 day one. I actually listened to the station the first day because I was going to school at Mountain View and I had just got back from the Air Force and my buddy was talking to me about it. And he goes, Hey, you know, the, the ticket is a new all sports stadium and it starts on this day at this time. So I made it a point that morning to, you know, get in my truck early and drive to school and listen. So I was listening on the way. So Mike Reiner has been part of my life for the last, you know, 30 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's just very, listening to him in the afternoon seems very familiar. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Bob and I like Corby, don't get me wrong. But when, you know, and, and I even like it that they have uh, Gen X Davey, because I love Gen X Davey, that, that I'm glad that they added him to the show. Yeah. But man, Reiner like just, it, it's very familiar. It's a very familiar kind of like nostalgic I thing thought, to listen to, to Reiner in the afternoon. Yeah, I thought it was pretty stale with with them at the beginning. But when they added, what's that new guy? The new That's uh, Gen X Davey. He used I, to be on the rant with Gordo like on Saturday. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. He's good. He's funny. He adds yeah. a good thing. Yeah, he's I like real funny. Jeff, too. Uh, in the mid in the midday is that his name Jeff? What's his name? The guy in the Jake? midday, Jake. I Jake. like him too. Yeah, I like the yeah, new people like they Jake. put on. That's what yeah. I like the new people. I, I'm That's not why big... Norm needs to go away, yeah. dude. I'm like, know. fuck, dude. If, no, yeah. if Norm wouldn't gone, if Norm would have gone away and just fucking retired already, then Saroy wouldn't be doing this. Saroy yeah. would have been middays with Donnie. You yeah. know what I mean? I like they would have been too. doing booming that they would have been doing boom in the house, and that would have been a way better show. But I can't understand. No, I don't listen. Norm. To I don't want to hear listen. him at all. I don't listen at that time. I don't have time in my work anyways to listen to that. I listen to the yeah. hard line when I come home, and sometimes. Oh middle, God, but, damn! Uh, uh, Geno Smith just got decapitated by some, <laughs> by some giant cornerback. Holy shit! <laughs> oh, did you see? Oh, uh, we got. Did you see the uh, Carolina game in, in no. Falcons game? Carolina game. Uh -huh. There's 12 seconds left. Carolina throws the ball. I don't know why the, they were down by uh, six points. Carolina has the ball. Moore runs down, 60-yard bomb, throws it. They just let him run by, catches it, scores a touchdown. Takes off his helmet and throws it down. He's like, yeah, motherfuckers, yeah. They throw a flag. So it's 35, 34, 34. So they move him back for the field goal, extra point. They miss the extra point. 
and he's of on course. the side. Then they end up losing the game. Of course. <laughs> In overtime. Of course. Idiot. I'm like, all you do is Idiot. go to the sideline. Oh, fumble. Fumble. Who's winning? Man, these fucking Giants and Seahawks are smacking each oh, other. Oh, man. Come on, Seahawks. All right. Come well, let's. Uh, it is Halloween tomorrow. One of my favorite holidays. Your favorite holiday too, right, Kenny? Uh, I could take I could take it or leave it. It's okay. I love Halloween, man. Our street does it big. My me and my neighbor, I'm gonna be a bloody butcher tomorrow. We do a little a mini haunted house beside our beside between our houses. We're gonna make all the kids walk up. We got strobe lights. I'll have all this blood and I'm gonna all these nasty body parts. We're gonna scare about five hundred kids. I can't wait. I should record some. Record some, put them on put them online. So, anyways, I wanted to do a top three, bottom three of the worst. Uh, worst and best Halloween costumes you've ever seen or you know. Now it's time for top three. Bottom three. <laughs> All right. Well, you go. This is your holiday, so I'm gonna let yeah. you take it because you know I, I don't. I don't care one way or the other. I'm gonna go first. So what? I, the one of the ones that I love is the most are these. Uh, have you seen these new inflatables where the guy? It's an inflatable and the guy's like standing in it. He looks like mm -hmm. he's riding a horse, but then he has little yeah. legs. I love those. Yeah. I think yeah, those, those are, are so funny. So, so now they have a whole bunch more. They got somewhere there's an alien holding you, and it looks like you're a little baby with your legs. <laughs> I see one where it's like a doctor behind you, and half your body's chopped off, and you're sitting there. But when they show the little legs, man, I just I can't stop laughing. I don't know why it's those little legs. Oh, they're so funny. <laughs> I and, like those. Those are those are pretty funny. And my third one, my third one is when my that's my third, third one. one. My sorry, that's, that's my your third one. one. That's my third one. Yeah. My All right. So now number two. Number so this two. Is your second. Is, so this are this are two. Your second favorite. My second favorite. Correct. Yeah. That was my right. third favorite. This is my second favorite. My second favorite that I've seen in my life was I saw this guy that was. You ever seen Slenderman? That the, the whole yeah. thing is Slenderman. He was yeah. like eight feet tall in the air and he was on stilts and he was just walking and the whole thing glowed with his long arms and he was just walking down the street and he walked perfectly in these stilts never fell and it was all lit up i mean it had to cost him like 300 400 it was it was awesome it looked really scary it was all scary then it made it some sound like when a kid came and he could his arms moved and everything man it was it was really badass. yeah but that was my second that i've ever seen and that also it's tied with when i went to one of the funnest places to go during Halloween is S, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the village uh, Village station. You ever been out yeah. there? They, they of course, block we used up, to go together. Yeah, they block off the street and you do like a catwalk. Yeah. And I just remember this yeah. one, one of my, this is tied with the second papers. There was this girl walking. It was a girl, that was a dominatrix girl. And she had five guys in chains that were all gimps, that all black with their lips, you know, gimps just crawling on the floor like dogs and she had a whip she was just whipping them and they're going, ah, ah, going ow, ow. and then they were just walk they walked all the way down the, the, the street every time we saw her they were on their hands and knees and they'd come up and they'd lick her hand like a cat mm -hmm. and they'd lick her feet oh man it was crazy that was one of the freakiest ones i ever saw but my best one that i saw was last last year so have you ever seen office space yeah so you know lumberg right yeah. So Lumberg's a great costume already. He's like the guy, the guy with the coffee mug. He's like, mm, you got those reports done yet? Whatever. Yeah. But someone had a costume of him when he was making love to the girl. He had his shirt <laughs> off and he had a foot that was right beside him. And he had his yeah. coffee mug. He's like, mm, yeah, you like that? He's walking around <laughs> with his shirt. His chest was all oiled up and he has glasses and he had the mask. The glasses, I'm sorry, and the hair and the coffee cup. And he had a long girl's leg. And he's like, yeah, and he's walking around. Oh, I could not stop laughing at that. That's man. a funny one. I, I love that movie. That's one of my favorite <laughs> oh, movies of all time. one of my favorite movies. I just watched that recently. I was going to try to do that as well. So I looked this year. I looked up fake legs online, which probably it's, I, I didn't do it on my work computer. So, but anyways, I looked up <laughs> fake legs. And there's like they're like $300 for like a real good fake leg. People buy like body parts, like fake body parts, like a big high demand, like arms and legs. It's not even like for Halloween. It's just people just buy them. It's like 300 and they look real. They look like real legs. I don't know. I don't think they're for people that are missing their legs. They look like people just are buying them to have them. I don't know. It's really <laughs> weird. That is weird. Yeah, I thought I could find a leg for like, you know, 50 bucks on Amazon. I couldn't find anything. The ones I found, the cheapest ones are like 250, 300 bucks. Yeah, you could have just made something yourself at like styrofoam or something. Yeah, but he had a real leg. It looked better. And then he licked the toes every once. Like, yeah, he licked the toes. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
come up with your, your your bottom three. What's your bottom three? It could be. Well, before I go before I go to my bottom three, I'm gonna tell you like one of my my top ones. All right, and go ahead. It was, yeah, yeah. it was it was also at the uh, at the neighborhood when they used to do the big street festival on Cedar Springs in front of the Village Station. So one time, me John, you were away at A and M, but me John Den and KT. We dressed up as cash money millionaires. So we put like yeah. aluminum foil and we had grills and then we put these bandanas on and jerseys and we were just, you know, just acting a fool, you know, and then we had all this fake like monopoly money, yeah. you know what I mean? So we just throw, we throw money at people and uh, we had like a little radio and it was playing like their music, like, you know, the, that, that music money. of the time yeah. or whatever. So anyway, at the, at the neighborhood, since they shut the street down, they have like a stage. So different people walk up on the stage and they cheer for you, you know, they cheer for your costume and you wave or whatever, and then you go down the other side and then people just do that all night long so everybody can kind of see your costumes. So we go up there and and our friend Bobby is with us, alcoholic Bobby, he dressed up, <laughs> he, he dyed his hair blonde and he dressed up as Eminem, he had like a white t-shirt on. So he was Eminem, we were the cash money millionaires. And then some guy in a dick costume like came up on the stage with us and we did and we saw him in the dick costume and we thought it was pretty funny so he had these big balls and then the shaft and his face is like cut out of the shaft or whatever so so he yeah he was a dick he was just like a giant humongous cock so of course everybody starts cheering and then at one point i didn't know that the that the dick was like a contraption so he had this lever so he pulled the lever and the dick got hard and it got way big <laughs> and then this like white shit started squirting out of the top of it so jizz starts falling on the crowd and then me and KT oh, and John Din had all the Monopoly money so we threw all the money into the crowd so all the money's flying jizz is flying oh, and man. the crowd went ape shit. shit it was like and then like the people that were hosting it was like that's the biggest ovation of the night <laughs> Oh God! So that was that was pretty funny. That was a good. That oh, was a good, a good night, one, man. That's a that's that a contraption. A, yeah, the, that contraption. That guy was awesome, dude. He built that huge, that huge dick. And then the other one was one of the first times that we ever went, and you went with us. And I can't even remember what the hell I was dressed up as. I just remember you were dressed up as that tennis player with those tiny, tiny <laughs> yeah. little shorts on. And then your, it, those shorts were so tiny and so tight, like your ball sack was kind of hanging out of the side and you were pretending to play tennis in the street with people. And those gay guys, they ate it up. They, they loved it. They were I like, oh, about- I can see his balls. I can see his balls. <laughs> that kept hitting on me all night. I forgot about that. I had to hide knee socks and everything. That was the shortest shorts. You know what? And it, was that cold, night too. and it was cold that it was night cold. too. So it was like freezing. You had the, freezing. And you, you had like a half shirt on with these tiny shorts. And it's like one of those nights that it was like super cold. So you're like the the reason that you kept pretending to play tennis is to stay warm. Yeah, it was I know. So cold it was freezing. I remember that. I kept acting like I was swinging all over the place. And then that night, only that is me. John Den drove me in his badass. He had a badass souped up Acura. No, he drove and us. We, he drove he all drove of us. us. Oh yeah. And then all we go back us. to his car. It was stolen. And his car was stolen. <laughs> so we had a his car there. was stolen, and my brother's insulin was in there. So my brother needed to do an insulin shot, and he couldn't. And we couldn't. So we ended up having to go to. Man, we were drunk and we ended up oh, having to so go to CVS cool. like at three in the morning and convince them that we weren't drug addicts because we had to get the insulin, but we didn't but all his needles were gone too. So yeah. we're like begging them to give to, us a needle. So they thought we were they thought we were like heroin addicts and they didn't <laughs> want to sell us any hanging out asking for needles. <laughs> they didn't want to sell us any goddamn uh uh needles, needles or anything. I and we had to like basically that. beg them and then they finally did and my brother took his insulin and didn't die so thanks uh, CBS. Thank, thanks cbs thank you i forgot about that night <laughs> it was freezing too it was so cold i don't remember how we got home but whatever uh, that was a fun night so yeah. what's the three so words i don't you know if you're going i don't really i don't i can't really remember to be honest with you like our costumes i hate but i could tell you like the biggest give up i'll give you my top three give up oh, let's go with that give, give ups. ups yeah Go, give ups when somebody puts a blanket on and cut holes in it, and there it goes. <laughs> yeah, that's a give up. Yeah. What a give! What a fucking give up! I yeah, mean, that's the last last second. <laughs> come on. Another give up is what the kids are wearing now. So my son actually bought this. It's like a pajama onesie. Yeah. And you zip it up the front, and it has like a little thing on it. So my my son's baby Yoda, but he doesn't paint his face or anything. He just wears like a baby Yoda onesie. Yeah. And that's kind of. Yeah. I'm like, is that your costume? 
Like everybody's wearing these right oh, now. So, and I'm like, so, what a give up. Such a pain. I mean, yeah. at least if you're going to wear the onesie and you paint your face or something, but they're not even painting their face. They're just putting a onesie on and yeah, that's their, the and that's their, and that's their costume. The yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I'm like, well, that's a, that's a give up. And then the third one, the third one that's a huge give up is my wife. She's guilty of this. She puts, she puts cat ears on. Oh, that's what my wife did last night. And then she tells, and and then she tells everybody, thing. she tells everybody I'm a cat. Like you're, you're just yourself with a goddamn beret with some ears on it. That's all it is. That's what my wife did last night. We went to James's house for a little, little bitty get together and she did the same thing. She just wore cat ears. Yeah, <laughs> It's a give up, but I mean, uh, yeah, whatever. At least paint some whiskers, a little bitty whiskers. Yeah, she didn't even do that. Black. I'm oh, like, are you gonna paint some whiskers? She goes, do you think I need to? I'm like, whatever. And we just went to our neighbor's house. He does a Halloween party every year, like two houses down. Yeah. And uh, you know, that's that's the only reason. So that's another thing. You know, I'm not really into Halloween that much. If if it was like I have to get in the car and go drive somewhere and like really get dressed up, I wouldn't do it. But it's my neighbor's house, and I put a Bane mask what on. Are you? The same one I wear every year, and that's what You're, I. What'd what you I wear? wear? The Bane mask. Oh, the Bane mask. Bane yeah. from yeah, that's another from, uh, give up. When you got you just buy a mask. A guy, the yeah. guy just buys a mask. You're a give up person too, dude. I am a give up person, yeah. but I don't care because I don't even care buy about a different mask. You got the same mask. And Friendsgiving is yeah. my holiday. That's when I go. That's when I go all out. That's all right. what I'll be doing. Well, let's go to. So this year will be big because the what? pandemic year was kind of quiet. We kept it like real simple. Last year was a little bit bigger, but this year there's going to be a lot of people. So this Friendsgiving, and we're going to do a huge brisket this year, so it'll be good. You got any games going on, man? Some, some like, some like. Yeah, you know, games? we always got the yo. We we always got the games. Yeah. And then last year we did. Uh, last year we did a fun game. We did. Um, we did. Uh, 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 what do you call that when you do the gifts and you exchange them? Elephant. But people White can elephant. steal them. White people, elephant. People can steal them yeah. from you. White elephant. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so cool. that was fun because people brought. Some people brought liquor, some people brought gifts, and some people brought like gag gifts. Yeah. So that was fun. So I think this year, for for anybody that wants to participate, that's probably what we'll end up doing. We'll do like a we'll do like a white elephant gift yeah, exchange. Yeah, it's fun. I always so, like that. So, yeah. Go ahead. So, and let, yeah. And, let us know if you're gonna do that. Cause I'm gonna. I'll already tell you. I'm gonna bring a gag gift. I bring, I'm gonna bring me <laughs> something cheap. I hope John didn't get it. <laughs> so yeah. Like, exactly. Like a dollar gift card. Exactly. A dollar in an envelope. All right, well, that's our show, man. Hopefully these Mavs play tonight and they'll start winning. So uh, I guess one-leg faders. Y'all just stay faded. Uh, it is a Sunday, so I think it's that faded. But y'all stay faded. Take care. Peace. All right, stay faded. See y'all soon.